What are you waiting for? Welcome to This Is Not A Dress Rehearsal Podcast. Stop holding your breath, waiting for perfect conditions before you move through the world. Tune in for real stories of real people who understand the freedom to live well. Your host, Bonnie Sewell, is a veteran wealth manager with 12 grandchildren, helping clients over the last 30 years enjoy their wealth. You can listen to all podcasts at www.americancapitalplanning.com slash podcast or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Nicole Naples is an entrepreneurial mom who connects moms and daughters between the ages of 12 and 18 with fun experts on all life topics through her company, The Girl Link. She provides a community of women raising young females to positively impact relationships, develop confidence, self-motivate, build leadership skills, and provide knowledge and resources on real-life challenges experienced in school, family, relationships, and eventually the workplace to result in an overall positive physical and mental well-being. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I love what you're doing. But before we get into your work, a fundamental belief that we hold here and one of our whys for doing this podcast is that by sharing our real stories, we learn from each other. We get to know each other and we bridge that distance between each other. Is there a story you can share with our listeners about how you know that this, this day, this life is not a dress rehearsal? Yes, actually something that just recently happened was eye-opening and we knew right then and there that this is not a dress rehearsal, the girl link, life, parenting. I'll share a, a brief story. So the other day I parked the car and my daughter, who's 13 years old, was in the car with my dog. And I said, I'll be right out. I'm going in to go pick up my sunglasses that I ordered. I'll be right out. And I parked on the side because there was nothing in front. Okay. Lock the door. I walk in. I have to spend a little extra time in there because I'm now making a return. Mm. I come back, I get in the car and she says to me, mom, two men came up to the car and were trying to get my attention to sell me something. They asked if I wanted to buy masks. And I said, elaborate, please tell me more what, what happened. So we talked for a little bit. And as she's telling me this story, I'm driving to the next location. And we realized that the back door passenger behind the back door in the back seat the alarm sensor was going off and it had not been going off on our way over to this location. Sure. So like a teenager, we're at a stoplight. I said, hop in the back, open the door. And my anxiety is elevating, elevating. I said, we need to call the police. I said, something is not right because she was telling me that there was one gentleman that came over, parked parallel to our car. We were not in a parking lot. We were on the side. So it wasn't a parking lot, but this gentleman pulled up alongside the vehicle in the street. Hmm. One man was in front. We don't know where the other man was. She said, no. She said, I shooed them away. She said a couple minutes later, a different man came up and was trying to get her attention. And she just proceeded to tell me what was going on. Of course, I'm very scared. I'm not sure if this is innocent. I'm not sure if it's not. Looking back, no gentleman should be going up to the car with a young teen asking her to roll down the window or open the car. Right. 
It was then that I was very grateful that her instincts kicked in. It was then I was very grateful that this past January, we had a call on human trafficking and what it looks like and what it doesn't look like. And it doesn't look like what we think it looks like, right? It's not what's in the movies. It's a little bit different than that. And living in Northern Virginia, we are a, we're a prime hotspot for human trafficking. So Gianna's father and I were discussing it and we just weren't sure what it really was. So over the past couple of days, she wasn't really sleeping well. She, I think she finally got a good night's sleep last night, but now we realize that this is not a dress rehearsal. These conversations that we're having, these topics we're bringing up, these things that we're bringing to light that we may talk about at home, but okay, here you are faced with it. How is she going to react? I have the chills right now because I keep thinking, what if I went back there and the car was empty? So I'm very grateful that we had that conversation, that we had that discussion, that we had the speaker come in because this is not a dress rehearsal. We may only get one chance. It's a great point. And taking action is so often the remedy for that, taking action to educate your kids, introduce topics in a safe way. And I know that's what the Girl Link does. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail. But to me, that's the real neat. There's so many neat things about the Girl Link. But one of them is that you're aggressively addressing real life issues in a healthy way with young ladies so that things they wouldn't think about and things that you as a parent that are painful to think about, scary things that they just don't see that way, right? And we don't obviously don't want to leave them scared. You want to leave them alert, which is what you did. So how cool is that? Very neat. So I think we're all grateful that you share your parenting adventures with the wider world because, again, sharing it makes it less weird to the person who's experiencing and thinking that they're the only ones it's happening to. But one in particular I think we can all identify with, and I read about this in another interview that you did, the Brownie incident. Yes. Uh, I think you even had it on Facebook Live. Can you share that story with our audience? So long story short, I don't know if I could ever make a story short. <laughs> okay. So that's okay. A couple of years ago, I've always been in the fitness industry. My degree is in kinesiology from Penn State. I'm a lover of health and fitness. I love to bring it inside the home. I love to share. So as I was building a fitness brand in my home and online, I get a lot of interest and inquiries from parents that say, Hey, what are Anthony and Gianna eating? What did you make? What did this? And So I said, okay, let's do a live. Let's just do a live and let's start asking questions to my kids on what they like. We did this a couple of times and then parents and viewers would start asking Gianna questions. And it was like a fishbowl. She would answer three, four questions that viewers would send in and it became a lot of fun. And one of the questions that she answered, that she picked out of the fishbowl was, what is your favorite snack and what is your least favorite snack? And I was so proud sitting there thinking, okay, (laughs) it's going to be like, I don't know, maybe yogurt with stevia or something that we created that's healthy, a rice cake with, you know, jam and And she looks at me and we are live on Facebook. And she said, my least favorite snack is applesauce. And my most favorite are cosmic brownies. (laughs) And literally, I immediately started to sweat. And I'm looking at her and I'm saying, cosmic brownies? And because I have never 
ever purchased Cosmic Brownies. I don't even know what they are. Yeah. So a lot of times as my daughter, you know, over the years and my son would travel to their different friend's house, it was always a joke that the parents would give my kids either SpaghettiOs or Cosmic Brownies, (laughs) right? Let's give, let's, let's get Nicole's kids eating a lot more junk. So it was always a joke. So we're sitting there and I'm just in shock because it's live and I can't hit stop because I am now exposed. (laughs) And Gianna gets up and runs to the dining room. And I'm thinking, what is she doing? And she goes and gets the hidden box of cosmic brownies, comes back to the live, opens them up and starts eating them. And I'm mortified. (laughs) And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, these were hidden. So a friend had given her those about... I don't know, four months back, there were six left in the box. She was hiding them in the dining room, eating one a month and, and stashing them in the dining room because this was like after Christmas. So we don't use the dining room. Nobody goes in the hutch, right? It's the museum room that we only use on special occasions, a perfect hiding place. Or to hide food, contraband, right? (laughs) So here she is. And what evolved out of that where people started asking her more questions and it wasn't just about food. And what we realized was that we had something special, that we were okay with being vulnerable. We were okay with sharing some of our real life. You know, I always say, Bonnie, is that I don't have a white picket fence. Mm. I have, I have poop on my white picket fence. (laughs) So we don't claim that we keep up with the Joneses. We are complete opposite. So that's where it started. And that's where the, the girl link started to evolve is that people wanted that. Sure. They wanted to see us make mistakes and how to get back up. Or they wanted to see that a mom and a daughter could say, I don't have all the answers. And I'm not, I'm not going to say, I know all the answers, but I'll get them for you. Yes. And even together, right? We can, we can explore ideas that more minds, more, more eyes on a problem sometimes is the fix. So that's a fun story. I really love that. Thank you for sharing. Yes. I love your blogs and you wrote one this summer that really hit home. Speak up girl. Uh, Finding and using my voice is a never ending quest, believe it or not. It just, because of things that happened to me early and culturally, right? We, we like to keep girls a little quiet. So why does it matter that every girl finds her voice? Well, I went back to that blog and I wanted to see what I was really feeling when I was writing it because I wanted to get back into that. And it was the first sentence, the first line of the blog is respectful assertiveness. Just like you said, Bonnie, we teach our girls to be a little quiet, right? And we don't teach them to say, I don't like that. A funny phrase in our house that is now a joke. It it wasn't a funny phrase in the beginning. It was something that was taught by a therapist to me was not today, maybe some other day. You know, uh, something simple as that is being respectful, but assertive. Yes. And I think with teaching or learning for myself with years of therapy and now bringing therapists to the girls is having those words. Because a lot of times the world does say your opinion really shouldn't be heard or it should be, you know, very quiet or you should agree with what everybody else is saying. And what I would like for my daughter, myself, my son, anybody, it's not just the girls is to be respectful, but to be assertive. You know, respect is a two-way street. And 
it's okay for them to say, I don't like this. I don't want this. Or I do like it. Yes. And you brought in the idea of therapists. And before my own divorce around the age of 49, I really thought therapists were something a little out there. And certainly I didn't need them, blah, blah, blah. But uh, come to find out that the best therapists teach skills. And uh, so that is a reason to invite them into your life to help learn those kinds of skills that even if a mom knows them, sometimes can't be heard. I want to share a story about another reason or how the Girl Link started. One of my closest, closest friends is a doctor of psychology at a university in New Jersey. We're extremely close. have been vacationing for 15, 16 years. And her name is Aunt Meredith to my kids. Okay. And she is on speed dial on my daughter's phone. Mm. So John is now going into eighth grade. Since about fifth grade, we would always say, hmm, let's run this by Aunt Meredith. If a text came through, if a conversation and Gianna's no 10, I'm no 10, but so we have to learn where our faults are and our mistakes. But we would always say, let's get some information from a professional. That was another reason, you know, how the girl link evolved is, okay, well, we got this. Well, other girls need it and other moms need it. They need to be able to have those words and those phrases and how to navigate these feelings and emotions. Yeah, no, I really think that's important. And just the the other thing you're doing for the girls passively is introducing them to how women professionals or any professional works in their day job too. So really just another gift out of that other process that they're passively taking in. I didn't think of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just like navigating a family, boys have to navigate the male world and girls have to navigate the female world in addition to the wider world. Many places to trip up there, but even more daunting, lots of places to feel really different from, you know, if I'm a girl and I'm in the female world, but feeling different sometimes makes your voice smaller because you don't want to stand out. Why is it okay to have a different voice than someone else's voice? So... I don't want to choke up when I say this, but my dad always says this to my kids now and always said it to me growing up. A leader stands alone sometimes. Hmm. And it's true. It's true that it's okay to say, why not me? Right? We had a speaker come in about leadership about why not me? So it's okay to have those thoughts about you being successful. It's okay to understand that a leader does stand alone sometimes and understand that if your voice is different, you could be displaying leadership qualities. And that's hard to teach the kids. And like I said, my dad is teaching my kids that. I have a son who's 16 in 11th grade right now, and that is a fragile time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I had sons. Yes. This is a fragile time, 10th grade summer, 11th grade, you know, we've got a lot of stuff going on and my dad will keep planting in Anthony, a leader stands alone. And I just think that that's something very important to keep in the back of their mind that your voice may be small, but it's so big because you could be being your leader, you're leading. I love that. Love that. So as parents are raising teens, how do you manage, evaluate, or set boundaries on technology? I I personally love technology, but I'm not naive. It has some drawbacks. So how do you do that? Well, Bonnie, it's a new day every day. So, and it's new. So it is very difficult to navigate technology. And I know this is the girl link, but my son is benefiting from all of it as well. And my, you know, he's my older one and he's just turned 16. So right now he is 
16 years old, 16 years and 17 days old. And I always, <laughs> so when they challenge me on different things, like mom, you told me that I could have my phone until this day, this time. And mom, and I, and I always say, Anthony, you are 16 years old, 17 days. Every day is new. Every day has a new challenge. So with the boundaries, they, they're always changing. They're ever changing for us. My son was allowed to get Snapchat, I think, just last year. My daughter hijacked our vacation and presented a presentation, a PowerPoint presentation, as to why she should have it in seventh grade during quarantine. (laughs) So so we set boundaries daily, hourly. Are they flexible? Yes, they have to be. I don't have the answer for that. I think it's every family has has a different challenge. We are, I guess, fairly strict in our house. You know, the other night I sent a text message and said, please hand your phones in at 1030. I'm exhausted from hearing you guys late at night. You'll get it back in the morning. Right. Yeah. That's a tough one. Well, I love I love how you think about that. And if you can imagine this, when my sons were growing up, it was Nintendo. That's how long ago and how basic the technology is. Today, with my grandchildren getting into technology, and they and our grandchildren range from newborns to uh, serving in the Navy. So that you can imagine the range of technology differences between those those kids. But do you find yourself having to learn the technology first in order to understand it? I mean, it's moving at the speed of light. Actually, Bonnie, I will ask my son, can you show me how this is? For my eyes only, could you show me what that is? The private stories of this, can you show me what this is? There is a level of trust. I think these kids are growing up in different times, level of trust when we were growing up during levels of trust, different types of trust. You know, all we can do is educate and say, look, schools are going to vet you. Companies are going to vet you. People share, they, they screenshot and share and can blast you. So a lot of times the other day there was something on social media and it was this kid in high school who just graduated and it was something inappropriate that he posted on his, I don't know, Snapchat and somebody blasted it on Facebook and all over social media. So should the kid have done that? No, he should not have said what he said, but I sent it to Anthony, my son, and I said, have you seen this? And he said, no. And I said, please just be careful, you know, just be careful. Right. Something should be private and left off of, you know, a communication channel that can be shared so easily. And he, you know, it's always, mom, I'm not that dumb. I said, I know, but there could be one, one simple mistake. Right. Interesting. Gianna could roll down the window. One simple, you know, you're not thinking. Yeah. Yep. So on your site, you wrote, confidence comes from education, exposure, and open dialogue between us, the girls, and experts. How do you find your experts? And how? just explain for our audience a little bit how the Girl Link is working, how it works for the people that enjoy it. So I was thinking about this question and how I find the experts. Usually what happens is there's a problem going on in our home and I don't have a solution. So I'm the type of person that's, I don't have a solution. Let me find an expert for it. What's also, and so then I dive in and I reach my contacts and I connect. Also is through all of these contacts that I have been making, people are connecting us just like you and I were connected, Bonnie Mm -hmm. and Susan. So people just keep connecting and they want to share. And I am just humbled by every time I'll send a message and I'll say, Hey, would you like to speak? You know, I, I, we're a small company. I don't pay anything. Absolutely. They want to share. Everybody wants to help. And I am so humbled by it. 
Well, I think one reason people like to help, speaking for myself, is had I been 13 and had these kinds of resources offered to me, it would have been such an important gift. It would have changed the, the trajectory of my 20s. So I think that that's at least one reason people want to help. And if I'm a girl or a mom of a girl in the Girl Link, what, what are they getting to do besides listen to experts? What else is going on in that group? Well, we have our private Facebook group. And a lot of times I'll just throw out there some topics and we just kind of have a discussion. We're sharing some personal things, whether someone's dating somebody and how are we handling that? It's just a private conversation of trusted moms. I'm very picky. There is an evaluation process because this is a very vulnerable space. So you have that support where you know it's not going to be blasted or judged. Right. That's important, I think, if people are going to have frank conversations. Are there any slots you still need to fill as you look out into the near future or even far future? Because I'm sure our listeners will reach out if you're looking for someone in particular that you're having a tough time finding. And what, do you, what are you looking for when you, you said you have an evaluation process too. So what's that look like for someone who might want to be part of the Girl Link? So what we do is we have open enrollments anywhere from two to four times a year. That is going to change over the next couple times. I don't focus on the sales because that's not what this is about. This is about education first and foremost. So the moms will go through just an online application and then we will chat either over the phone or through Zoom and see if it's the right fit and if this feels comfortable. And then once open enrollment happens, I'll invite you to become a member. In terms of speakers, I am always looking and open to anybody who has a lesson that can teach a girl because sometimes I don't even know that these girls need these lessons. I didn't know that Gianna was going to need a lesson on human trafficking or teen dating violence or, you know, money. I didn't know that until people are coming to me and saying, I have this topic to share. These girls need to hear this or they need the seed planted. Right. Either in the mom or the daughter. You know, sometimes the daughters don't have to come to the calls. You know, the moms can listen and we learn and we know how to have those conversations with our daughters or how to respond when the topic comes up at that time. Well, I think that's a really important thing that you mentioned about planting a seed because there is this genuine desire to solve a problem for someone else. But sometimes provoking creative thinking or critical thinking is all that's needed, right? Because then they'll find their path. And along that way, they'll ask more questions leading to one thing after another. So I love the idea of planting those seeds. Now, the Girl Link is a business. And like all newer businesses, things morph. You know, the longer you get into them, you learn, you change, you, you take a left turn, a right turn. To me, that's all just learning and growing. Where do you see the Girl Link going in the next few years? And one day, Gianna will go off out of the household. What happens? Now I'm going to get choked up again. (laughs) So I do feel after doing this for, you know, just two years, that this is where I'll stay with the age group. And Gianna is going to grow with it. And we're going to have, Gianna's going into eighth grade. So I have a lot more to learn as questions and problems come into the house or roadblocks. I do feel once she goes on, this is going to be the age group that I will continue to stay with. And I have plans. I have visions of what this could be. I know it's there and we're just going to keep chipping away at it. 
Yeah, I mean, in my mind, I think of you're one person in one location, and I feel like you could chapter this or do a, go a number of different directions to help more people in more places. We plan to. Cool. Do you have parents asking for a boy version? Yes. I've had that question come a couple of times, and I think that will happen once this model is created and born and birth, you know, it's already birthed, but once it's a couple years old and we have that model, then we can just, you know, do the guy link. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious, because you had mentioned uh, too, you spent many years in the fitness industry and all of that fitness being part of our, our version of true wealth. Do you have, have you covered that topic yet with the girls or is that a sort of a running theme? How do you bring that in since you have such personal knowledge with it and, and you know, it's important. It's funny. You should ask that Bonnie, because the other mom who has been helping me with the girl link recently brought up that we should be doing something fitness related due to the knowledge that I do have. I love all things fitness and health. And it's a huge component to being a strong, confident woman. So that will be coming in the future. I do not know in what shape or form that will come about. Maybe an app, who knows? Maybe maybe a program that it is on our calendar for 2021. And that will be one of my favorite because I love sharing all that knowledge, but we will not be including cosmic brownies. (laughs) Okay. I got that. I think too, if I'm a mom of one of the girls and I'm listening to things, there may be holes in my own knowledge and life where I want to say, oh, can I have more of that information? Do you sometimes find, because I know this is set up for the girls primarily, but do you sometimes find you're helping moms as much or more than the girl? Does that happen? I often lose sleep at night over this, making sure that I'm doing the right thing. And I often think, should this be just for moms? Because a lot of times, as you know, Bonnie, during the calls, the girls are just sitting there, right? (laughs) But we know that seeds are being planted, right? What 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old wants to sit there next to their mom and, and be lectured, quote unquote? But what we're finding is that we're able to respond to situations a lot calmer, more educated, well-rounded, and less arguments with our daughters. I'm finding that my daughter is now being able to speak. She is able to call me out, quote unquote, sometimes and say, mom, that's not what we learned. And I'll sit there and say, oh my goodness, she's listening. She's listening. So it's such a unique, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe uh, unique intertwining of perspectives, because from my understanding is, you know, if moms weren't in the room hearing what the girls hear and the girls get smart, that could be one more, what do you, you know, just a longer bridge, right? And it's a lot less of, because I said so, because a lot of times moms will say, or I will say, because I said so, maybe because I don't have the answers. Now it, you know, this, This girl link is not for every mom. And that's what I've realized. A a speaker got off the call one day and we were, we were talking afterwards and she said, you have moms who have their stuff together. And I said, what do you mean? She said, these are moms who, who are okay with saying, I don't know, but let's get my daughter this information so that when that opportunity comes up, she is loaded and armed with the best possible you know, ammunition to handle a situation. These are moms that are okay with being humbled and vulnerable. 
And I found that very, uh, very powerful. And, and that opened my eyes to the girl link because I was thinking, you know, as a business, I was going after the wrong market. That wasn't my market. It wasn't the market of the moms who were, I don't know what to do. It was the moms of let's get it done. Let's get it done. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You're because, because if people are ready to learn, learning is easy. If people are not ready, it's just a, a hill to climb that you can't get up. True. So yeah. true. Yes. So thank you for inviting me to speak to the girls about money. I, I had a great time. That big topic can take repeated exposure, as you say, to get really comfortable with it. Were there any trails out of that conversation? Did the girls get something tangible from that conversation? Yes. And I love to, you know, to share personal stories. So I think it was the next day or a couple of days later, Gianna and I were on the way to her annual visit to the, the pediatrician and we sat down. I went up, I filled out the paperwork, I paid, I sat down. And usually that's, you know, Gianna's just usually sitting there and waiting to be called. And she turned over and she said, can I see the receipt? And I said, yes. And she said, how much is this cost? And I showed her and she wanted an explanation. What does that mean? And I said, well, this is insurance. Then we got into an entire conversation about insurance, jobs. So I think what was eye-opening for us in our house is a big term we use, opened her eyes. Right. We opened her eyes that, okay, you just don't go to the doctors. You've got to pay a copay. And then if there's anything else, you've got to pay. If you got shots or anything like that, there might be an additional fee that we, or a bill we get in the ma- in the mail and what does dad pay from his company comes out of his paycheck every month for insurance so that was a huge conversation we would have never had until Gianna graduated college and got her first job and wondered what the heck healthcare is all about, right? Because I used to go to the doctor and then I went home. And I, I had some fun in that conversation too, because we started with what do you cost? You as a teenager, your phone, your insurance, your car insurance, your college, everything. It's just such a fun topic in terms of awareness. So you can repeat that over and over. Every time you're in any situation, you're aware that money's in the conversation. I'm paying, I'm buying, I'm selecting, I'm working working, I'm earning, I am incurring a credit card charge. It's just so fascinating to open a child's eyes to who's working around us, who's leisurely buying from those workers. It just connecting the world of money is so easy, much easier than we think, because people think when they talk to their children about money, it immediately becomes, I have to tell you what I earn. That's never what we're talking about. We're talking about making them aware of how much money is in normal conversations that they're in the room for. Right, right, right. All the time. That was fun. So we do have this belief that many conversations come back to money, even if we're not standing in a store. And the impact of money is is pretty important to understand. When did you first become aware of money in your young life? And what do you wish you had been taught about money as you were growing up? So I would have to say, just as I was talking about Gianna and not really understanding what everything costs until she gets her first job, I would say that's when it occurred to me. I was very fortunate. I didn't see a lot of bills growing up. It was, you need glasses, just go get them and pick them out. And you know, you're on vacation, just charge it to the room. So I was very fortunate. And my father is probably, maybe next to you, Bonnie, probably one of the most (laughs) responsible people I know when it comes to money. 
because I have looked at his books and he still has his ledger with his ruler and to the penny can tell you what is in each account and where his investments are. Yeah. So I wish that maybe we learned a little bit more of that growing up. You know, I, I wish that I had a little bit of a better handle on that. My husband's fabulous with the finances. So I'm grateful. Yeah. Still to this day, I wish they had a better handle on it. I, I think that's true for a lot of people, but it's interesting that you married someone who is effective in those skills. I'm, I'm married to a lovely man who has, you know, life's a party. You can't take it with you pretty much. <laughs> and it's a good balance. It's a good yeah. balance. As long yeah. as we're, it's right. the direction you're going, not necessarily the path you take. So as we finish up today, I'm curious, as you look over the last few years, can you imagine not having acted on this particular dream? Because you could have kept going in fitness. You could have chosen a lot of directions. You're a talented, educated person, but you chose this. So what if you hadn't? I mean, how, why, why did you have to go in this direction? Well, there was a fire in my belly that was telling me I had to. And I had some signs from my mom who's no longer with us. And I truly believe that. Mm. And there was something that I just had to get out. I just had to keep going and keep going. I didn't know what it was. It was very, very scary. I just, the very first meeting was I posted something on Facebook. I said, Gianna, people want to see more of this. They're asking for it. Let's just go. And we did it. And we had 42 people show up. I only knew maybe probably six or seven people there. So it was then that I realized, okay, this is something I don't know what it is. And we just kept going and going and going. And it's very scary. I don't know what this dream is going to turn out to be, but we'll see. We'll see. And that's okay. You don't have to have the end in front of you, right? You can get there in your own time. And these girls, as lucky as they are, and for the girls who are not as lucky to participate in something like the Girl Link, culturally, they'll be told over and over again, out loud or quietly, ask for permission. Wait till the time is right. Wait till you're skinny, rich, married, unmarried, don't have children, fill in the blank. But what would you tell girls who are waiting, you know, as they approach these bridges where they either take the leap or stand on the safe side, what would you tell them about trying to reach what they care most about doing? I would love to sugarcoat this, but I'm not going to, Bonnie. Okay. I am going to share with any mom or daughter out there that it's not easy, that you are going to have imposter syndrome. You are going to feel sometimes you're a fraud. You're going to feel sometimes that, that you should give up. You're going to have friends who are going to not be so friendly anymore. You're going to have that because maybe they're scared. I'm not sure what that is, but when you're scared, it means you care and you have to keep going. You have to keep going. There's a song that was on the other day and it was Kelly Clarkson. And I get choked up sometime with music because I feel like it's <laughs> she's talking singing, to you. She's yeah. singing to me. I get it. And I was having such self doubt. Okay. People look at me and say, Oh my God, you're so confident. You're, you're, look what you did. And I'm thinking, you don't know that last night I didn't sleep all night because I'm wondering what other people are thinking about me and if I'm a fraud or what if they find out who I really am. Right. Because that's what we are conditioned to do. And I'm driving. And there's the song that Kelly Clarkson came on. People like us have got to stick together. Mm. And I blasted that thing. And I was like, yes, I have to find more people like that and keep them around me. And that's what you have to do is find your people, keep them around you. Yes. There's going to be, there's going to be people who are going to want to take you down and, and that's going to happen and that's okay. 
That's okay because that is not a no, Nicole, that's not this way. Do it the other way, right? And I always tell Gian and Anthony, which I sometimes regret, I'll say, that, <laughs> I'll say, look, if you're going for the test or the job or whatever, you're going to get 10 no's before you get a yes, which I think is why she came back and asked me for Snapchat 10 times because she'll always say, you told me that I need 10 no's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only at eight. <laughs> so take the no, take the no's because it's not, not right now. It's not this way. So take those no's. That's another thing, Bonnie, if you want to scratch out all of that or whatever, it's take those, and I don't like to call them failures, take the mistakes or take the bumps, take the no's because it's not no, it's shift, go this way. The, the more no's you get, you're closer to where your goal is. Yep. We just call them speed bumps. I love that. I love that analogy. Well, thank you, Nicole, for your time and your insights and your wisdom. Thank you, Bonnie. This was fun. We wish you continued happiness, great health, and a lot of success. I just know I I can't wait to see where the Girl Link goes. You can learn more about Nicole and the important work she's doing. Go to thegirllink.com and you can actually see Nicole in the news if you just go ahead and Google her name, Nicole Naples. So good luck to you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Take care. This podcast and any related material is provided for general information and entertainment purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. For professional advice in any realm, contact the appropriate professional. We assume no representation or warranty, express or implied, for accuracy or completeness of content. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the podcast and disclaim all liability in respect of such information, but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Links to external websites are provided solely for your convenience. We accept no responsibility for any linked sites or their contents. Use of this podcast and its content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.